Welcome to the Transom Podcast, a monthly roundup of the new features on the transom.org website, providing mathematical puzzles, games, learning activities, and the ever-popular mathematics lesson starter of the day. Here's your host, John Tranter. Hello, and welcome to podcast number 34 for September 2017. Now, in order to keep healthy, I like to go jogging. I do it twice a week around the park, which is a good distance. Well, a good distance for me. Um, But it's still, at my age, a little bit on the old painful side. So I listen to a podcast when I'm jogging around the park to take my mind off the hard work. And I'm assuming that some people are probably listening to this podcast while doing some sort of exercise. So here is a puzzle to take your brain away from the pain. Well, that could be a catchphrase, that could. Anyway, here we go. The puzzle of the month for this month is, how many different ways are there of arranging digits one to four to make a four-digit number? Oh, actually, that's not the puzzle. That's just sort of the uh, the prelude. Um, that's the sort of question that we might ask our students. How many ways of arranging four digits, the numbers one to four, to make a four-digit number. Well, the puzzle is to find the sum of all of those four-digit numbers. But to find it in a concise, efficient, and elegant way so that your method could be extended to five digits or six digits or whatever. Anyway, the answer will be at the end of this podcast. You are listening to the Transom Podcast. You can find Transom Mathematics at www.transom.org. Now those in the Northern Hemisphere will just be about to go back to school, I'm guessing, if they haven't gone back already. And the Transom website has a list of resources you may find useful at this time of year. Now, all of the links that I talk about in this podcast, rather than try and remember them, you can find them at transom.org slash newsletter. And the link to the Back to School collection is there. And I'd like you to have a look at that if you have time. And tell me if you think there's anything missing, anything that would be useful for maths teachers, uh, starting off with a new class at the beginning of a new school year and uh, I will endeavour to update. Right, so the months of July and August were very busy uh, with the Transom laptop here. Um, It was being heavily used to create new maths learning materials for you to use in the classroom, and in this podcast I would like to tell you some of the highlights. Area Maze is the Transom classroom version of Menseki Mayaro. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's the creation of Naoki Inaba, a prolific inventor of logic puzzles, who came up with the idea after being asked by the head of a school in Japan to come up with a a numeracy activity for the students. So have a look at Area Maze. It's It's a little bit addictive. And let me know if you think I should create a few more levels of difficulty at the moment there's uh, there's one level with 10 questions um, but of course it could be extended 
Fraction dissect is an interactive activity. Uh, you have to draw a straight line between um, a pair of green dots on the diagram to split the rectangle into the given target fraction. And I have been using that the last couple of weeks with uh, pupils of different ages. And um, I think they all found it a very worthwhile learning experience. Two levels to that activity, all to do with uh, fractions and um, problem solving, I guess. Now, the game Skunk is quite new to me. It sort of passed me by all these years, but apparently teachers have been playing it in a maths classroom for years. It gives pupils a feel for probability and generates discussion about choices made while playing the game. Anyway, the transom version of the game uh, is designed to make life easy for the teacher, of course, by providing uh, dice that uh, randomly generate new totals and an auto-updating scoreboard. So that makes life easy for you if you play the game of skunk in the last 10 minutes of a maths lesson, and it is great fun. Numbers in Words is an old starter. It's been there for many years. But I've recently found out that the 19th of September, which is the date that that starter belongs to, uh, the 19th of September is Talk Like a Pirate Day. So I couldn't resist giving that starter a pirate theme. So get ready for 19th of September and use that starter. And uh, please let me know how it goes on with your class. That would be great. The Shine and Write collection has two new resources, Compound Interest Calculator and Normal Distribution Calculator. And they both allow you to make up problems quickly uh, in the classroom and find the answer so the pupils get a chance to practice their own calculator skills while you have this visual aid that will uh, help you generate the answers to problems that you make up. Oh, and while on the subject of the of calculators, the Calculator Workout page now has a new skin, I believe they call it, um, and it is for those who are using the Casio 3, FX350ES, the FX83 and the FX85 calculators. I'm still trying to find data on the most popular calculators used in primary and secondary schools around the world today, but uh, I can't seem to find uh, the definitive list, the top 10 list or whatever. So let me know if you have any insights or information about the popularity of different models of calculators around the world. That would be really appreciated. Thank you. There was one national curriculum statement, that's UK uh, English National Curriculum, that didn't have a related transom activity last week. Um, well, the gap has now been um, filled in, and an activity called Estimating Powers and Roots has been created, which does exactly as the title suggests. It come up, comes up with sort of semi-random um, powers numbers with indices and uh, square roots of numbers that uh, don't have whole number square roots and basically students have to find a method of estimating the solution to the nearest whole number I didn't explain that very well did I but anyway go and have a look at it estimating powers and roots um, it's sort of a 10 minute activity 
but it gives practice in that particular national curriculum learning objective. As part of a lesson introducing the use of calculators, degrees, minutes and seconds button to do time calculations, I snipped uh, a section of the London Underground map to produce a new activity called Walking Times Quiz. The idea is that this map of the London Underground has the time in minutes it takes between pairs of adjacent stations. Um, so basically this quiz um, comes up with questions about time using this map and um, for those that haven't realized it the calculator is very good at helping you with these time calculations if you know how to use the degrees minutes and seconds button. So um, have a go at that activity with your class. Half the fun of course is finding the stations on the map it's not the full London Underground map, it's just a little excerpt of it, so uh, it's not that difficult, to be honest. The exam questions database is now being added to at a rate of one new question each week. So with all the things I do on the site, I manage to reserve time enough to produce one new worked solution to an exam style question and I say exam style because basically they are inspired if you like by the um, the questions on the recent GCSE papers but I've sort of made them different with different figures and different wording so that um, they give extra practice extra resources for students that are revising for the GCSE coming up next year um, and obviously I want students to do well in that, particularly one student, my nephew, Ben, who's taking his GCSE next year. So um, I hope you find those exam style questions useful. Okay, here's the answer to this month's puzzle. There are 24 different ways of making a four-digit number from the digits one to four. And um, I like to get students to write them down in a sort of an order, some logic behind the way that they list them. And typically, the first six numbers would be 1,234, 1,243, 1,324, 1,323, 1,423, and 1,432. And those are all the four-digit numbers that have a 1 in the first place, in the thousands column. You can then go on to produce all 24 of them. Six of them will have a 1 in the first um, position, and then the next six will have a 2 in the first position, and so on. Now, if you think about it, each of the digits appears in each uh, place value column six times. And if you know that fact, um, you can then actually just multiply them up by doing a little calculation, which is shown in full in the newsletter. That's transom.org slash newsletter. And the total turns out to be 66,660. All the sixes, almost. Um, and of course, this method of finding the solution can be extended for situations involving five or more digits. Okay, that's all for this month. If you're going back to school, I wish you all the very best. See you next month. Bye.
Thank you for downloading and listening to the Transom podcast. You can find the website at www.transom.org, where you're welcome to use all of the activities absolutely free. Or jump in with both feet and become a Transom subscriber. 